Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I am Alex and this is the calm before the storm because next week is E3. I'm joined by Jesse, who is not going to E3. Yeah, um, I like London, so I'll stay here for a while, I guess. I don't think that's the reason you're <laughs> not going. I don't remember having that conversation. Yeah, that's true. But you are like me, you are homebound. Exactly, and I'm fine with that because I get to sit in my bed and watch the chaos unfold instead of having to like run across different halls and pe- be packed with like annoying people. That is the voice of someone who's never been to E3. Exactly. Because that may sound all right, but a week in LA is better than sitting in your bed. I'm sure. Uh, who knows? We'll find out. I mean, I will, maybe. <laughs> well, you will. Oh, okay. <laughs> Matt, Hello. you are going to E3. I am, yes. You fly tomorrow. I do. Yeah, I've got to get up at like half past four in the morning, I think. Man, time's your flight. It's like just after nine, I think. How will you cope, wow. Matt? This just... There'll, there'll be a lot of like last minute fear like that that's the thing is like getting i have to get up early enough to make sure like where's my passport what are, pocket is the passport are you a in? good traveler or a bad traveler i'm I'm good because i prepare so much okay <laughs> I, like, so you're a prepper i've worked yeah, with some prep. <laughs> very bad travelers who oh, yeah, so, leave it to the last minute and then turn up to the airport late and then don't have this and don't have can that you drop, no, no, can you drop names me. alex no of course i can't i'm a professional <laughs> No, no, I'm good. And like, I don't mind flying either just because sort of like I find it's a very good time to catch up with those films that you didn't want to go to the cinema to see, but you still have latent interest in. So what is your entertainment plan? So I haven't checked out what because it's tipped because I was flying not so long ago and I went through um, kind of like various bits of Oscar bait that I'd missed. So stuff like right. uh, Beale Street and Hate You Give and stuff like that. And I also watched um, The Kid Who Would Be King, which oh, yeah. wasn't as good as I, I, I really liked uh, Joe Cornish, but yeah. it, that wasn't quite as top notch as I'd hoped. Oh, well. But I don't know what the films have ticked over to because obviously we're in a new month. Yeah. So, so you're not so, going to watch every single MCU film again? Oh, I've watched them so many times. <laughs> I don't know. I've got Marvel wetched into the back of my brain I don't need that um, so yeah I'm just going to let BA surprise me <laughs> that's when the flight's cancelled <laughs> don't say that don't say that so uh, this is not your first E3 it's not my first E3 how many no. times have you been this before? will be my second E3 okay mm-hmm. but um, it will be my I don't know like eighth actually working it like I've, right. all, I've worked E3 for a long time but I've normally done it from what would have been considered the home grand team which quite frequently for me has been staying up till very early in the morning right. writing an awful lot of news stories being out there i can guarantee who is the far more fun way of yes. doing it yeah 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 and it's like it's not that e3 is not a stressful time of year for yep. you know a games journalist but it is so exciting that that excitement really does like float you through it yes i must admit like the idea of like so i'm going to be up quite a lot just mm-hmm. making sure the site is updated yeah. <laughs> But writing up all the news from here, that sounds like a really shitty job. Oh, that's, that's not a... Yeah. Um, it, it is... It's fun because not like when I've normally done it, I would have had a team with me. So it's normally about a team of six people that yeah. I've, I've had doing it. And the madness creeps in at about 3 a.m. Yeah. But the, it's still like E3 is my favorite time of year. Like, yeah. it's genuinely like the, this it's, it's industry all Christmas, yeah it? this industry is just forever exciting and like I refuse to be cynical about it yeah. and E3 is like yesterday it really kicked in I was just bouncing off the walls like I found it really hard to sleep last night just because I'm really excited <laughs> I thought it was because of the Google Stadia announcement oh yeah that, I that mean, was thrilling we're, we're going to talk about that later <laughs> yeah. we'll talk about that later so my very first E3 was the second one ever in 1996 oh, wow. wow you are a veteran of the industry veteran 
You weren't born then. I wasn't born. I was born in '97. God, I'm I'm surrounded by experienced individuals. Experienced. That is a nice way of putting it. <laughs> yes. Well done, Jesse. You're learning. I like yep. it. Have they cut your umbilical cord off yet? I um, forget no. how young he is. I have it in my cupboard. <laughs> Do you have any pubes? Anyway, I let's, can't uh, say that. <laughs> Uh, and then I did the two that were in Atlanta in mm-hmm. 97, 98. Uh, and then the crazy one that was in... Well, because you know it went away yes. for a little bit. And then it I came... I didn't even know that. My first one for, for IGM was was the... I don't even know what you call it. It was in Santa Monica and it was in a bunch of hotels. And I happened to be staying in one of the hotels that most of it was happening right. in. So I could have gone downstairs in my robe and my slippers <laughs> and just sat there and <laughs> taken it all in. That was when they showed off uh, Modern Warfare, actually. Oh, Ooh. nice. Uh, and I remember like that vividly because obviously that at the time was an amazing game. Yeah. And I am looking forward to this year's Modern Warfare. Oh, yeah. No, me too. From what I've seen so far. Yeah. Um, um, everything I've seen is like them changing the scope. I read a really good interview that was talking about them re- reducing it from we're not turning up to 11 this time, we're yeah. going to do something a bit more Zero Dark Thirty, a bit more... Well, that sounds like rainbowish to a degree. Yeah, certainly that's what the trailer hints at. Yeah. And I hope that they follow that through. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so that's exciting, but there's obviously a million other games. Yeah, so we're going to give you some of the predictions. Uh, we're going to go through... Conference by conference, or...? Well, I've got a list of conferences. All right, fantastic. Uh, we can do it that way, but... Let's go freeform, shall we? Let's go jazz chat, freeform. <laughs> so the first one is EA Play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh, I thought, right. Jesse, you'd be mildly excited by this because there's a Star Wars game coming out. Um, yeah, I actually really am, although I am fairly disappointed as well because I went to the first and only EA Play that took place in London. and Oh, God, that was, what, two years ago, was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So every other year I was always hoping that they'll bring it back here, you know, for just kind of like a simultaneous yeah. thing. But other than that, no, it's always in LA or whatever. Um, I'm excited for Star Wars, the game of name I forgot, the Jedi, Jedi one. Fallen yes. Order. Yeah, that's yes. it. I'm so excited I forgot the name. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping they show tons of gameplay and stuff like that. They already showed us, what, the box art and a mm-hmm. few other bits of key art, but I'm hoping just for some actual proper gameplay because yeah. as of now, we're just, well, it's just third-person action adventure. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah right. The box art does seem to suggest that Archie Andrews from Archie Comics and CW show Riverdale is the main character, <laughs> which is a bizarre kind of option. Um, I'm, I'm hoping dis- that he's not bland. Yeah, I'm very disappointed with the actual main character they start to go with. Obviously, we don't know what he's going to be like, and I mentioned this in a previous podcast, but it's Star Wars. You have like six gazillion different kinds of characters you can have, and they go for some... Just some bloke. Super generic guy. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> really disappointed. I but. do have a prediction for EA Play. Right. I think they'll announce a new FIFA game. <gasps> wow. That's, know, right? that's pushing God. it, man. I never thought we'd get the year. I know. Are we uh, in FIFA 21 now? Because they always like do the, uh, the year ahead, right? Or something like that? Are we in F- yeah, so it's FIFA 20. Oh, right. FIFA 21 will be two years ahead. <laughs> oh, we are in 2019. I've always I, know, but I always seem like... <laughs> never mind. I've um, always used the FIFA section of the conference. That is the time when I can go and make a cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully, because Cardi's out there. He's yes. out there already. He spent the week in San Francisco. He'll be excited I, about it, right? Well, I hope so. <laughs> He's <laughs> our resident football expert. Well, how excited can you go about FIFA? It's it's not the same thing every year. I mean, it kind of is, but like, it's just... They might bring Pele back. That was something Yay! I remember. I loved watching that. <laughs> um, it was just small little increment... Like but if that's the game, right? like we've got people in this office who who work for a different part of our company who play FIFA every single lunchtime. Yeah. So for them, that's super exciting, and it'd be yeah. like for us, like you know, yeah, the, the little changes in Rainbow oh, or God, in yeah, no, I so, don't. Right. I'm not interested in FIFA at all. But I absolutely don't sort of like sneer at anybody that yeah. isn't FIFA because it if if that's what your jam is, like any new change must be. Yeah. And from what I can gather, like a 
like the last few thieves have actually done quite a well, lot changed, for FIFA, right? They went to Frostbite. Frostbite and they put like right? a campaign into it. And yeah, like last yeah, year like it was yeah. like had a proper sequel campaign. Mm. Well, I like, think I don't I think that's gone, isn't it, for the from this oh, year? Oh, they do. Well, I'm sure that like I'm sure they said last year concluded the journey. <laughs> well, at least that journey. Mm-hmm. But here's another one. <laughs> it's a bit like Network Rail or whatever. As many journeys you want, then they're all delayed. Well, they introduced the campaign to FIFA when I was at EA Play, and they brought right. out the, the model and actor mm-hmm. who was him, and they were like, turn him like he's a real guy that we can talk to at EA Play and get to know his character. I was like, that's a bit weird. He's just an actor. Right. <laughs> Phone it in, mate. Um, you weren't a journalist back then. You don't understand the value of questioning I mean, I, people. I, I was working for a website <laughs> and stuff. I got to talk to uh, the guy who basically made Timefall 2. I asked him, how do you go making... How do you go about making a good trailer? And we had a lovely conversation about that. And what was I, his answer? Um, can't remember. You make it good. Yeah. <laughs> he said he wanted to make the new Half-Life. I mean, they did. Like, yeah. To, for, for me to put in, like, one of the reasons I'm excited about uh, Star Wars is because it's from Respawn. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah, I, really, yeah. I really adore Star Wars. You know, it's got a special place in my heart. But Titanfall 2 is... One of the best first-person shooters. I actually, like, to Ever. be bold, I think it is the best first-person yeah. shooter campaign of Better all Better than Half-Life 2? Are you yeah, mad? Yeah, ha- Half-Life was brilliant and made sort of like a real... It was a real important point, but I think that yeah. in terms of modern-day first-person yes. shooter design, yeah. I think Titanfall 2 is unsurpassed. Great. I was going to say, yeah. when was the last time you actually went back and played Half-Life 2? Like two years ago when I played it for the first time properly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Well, there you go. Like, that's it. I, I, I didn't I, think I've it was not particularly played great. It for, well, that's because it's old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I agree with the point of it being like yeah. as a modern mm-hmm. day. It, like it had so many surprises, brilliantly mm-hmm. paced. Yeah. And just the right length. Yeah. And I still play the multiplayer. Like literally, I was playing Titanfall 2's multiplayer three days ago. <laughs> right. And, Is and it like, still alive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's That's not. Mad. So you on PC, at least you can only get matches of attrition, which is like what the community has decided is <laughs> what it loves. The main right. thing, right. But my point is like anything that Respawn makes, I am I already have my ticket yeah, in good. for it. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. why people are saying the Styles game is kind of like their last hope because Respawn are mm-hmm. making it. Yeah. And, you know, what came before it hasn't been particularly fantastic. So I'm looking forward to it. Sure. I can't wait. And I'm sure that those will be the highlights of EA. I know, yeah. that's it, right? Mm-hmm. I, I was quite hoping for a Need for Speed follow-up, because yeah. I, I do they like that series, but it's apparently not going to be E3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's either a, a bad sign, because <laughs> oh, we don't want to show this, mm-hmm. or maybe they're just making sure well, it's wasn't right. Wasn't the previous Hopefully. Need for Speed kind of naff? Like, well, the, the what was it? Was the run? Was that, I don't know. No, that was, that's going back a but while. Didn't they just though, reboot? It? Wasn't it just Need for Speed and they tried to but go I'm No, there's about, been one since that reboot, right, I think. Okay. You know, like the Most Wanted and all that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. Stuff like that. Brilliant games. Yeah. And I'm, I'm up for another one yeah. of those. The Was it the last Hot Pursuit or the Hot Pursuit before it was was an absolute yeah. stunner? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, well, that's it. When they started introducing supercars as police cars, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Microsoft is the next kind of mm-hmm. why well, I would say it's probably going to be the biggest press conference yeah because I think so. they've already hinted at what the is next gen hardware is going to be 14 new games that they're going to show I think it's show. a thousand <laughs> it's going to go on for three years <laughs> um, and that's yes that's just first party right I think so yeah yeah. I mean they've got how many studios did they announce they bought last year like it's it's nuts like yeah. they are gunning for it and it, it, it definitely felt like they'd almost kind of given up on this generation mm-hmm. and just thought right let's Put everything into next generation. I sort which, of think that's a good idea. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. When when you've stumbled that much at the beginning, then why wouldn't you? I mean, when you have Gears Funko Pop come into your console, it's going to be a good time. 
I'm really Stop looking forward to that. Stop being cynical, Jesse. <laughs> Look, there's, they're going to show some Halo, I think. Yep, yep. Like, that'll be fun. That's almost certainly going to be there. And it's coming to PC as well. It should, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Have so so every, pretty much every Microsoft first-person thing as part of the, the Xbox platform yeah. runs across Play Windows. Anywhere, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I love Halo, so I'm really excited to see. Like, I, I mean, I'd be happy just to see a little tidbit, but if they can show me a campaign mission yeah, or something like dope. that. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Um, I'm sure, like, it's, it's Bonnie, isn't it, that normally comes on yeah. from 343 Industries? Yeah, I'm sure whatever they've got to show will hopefully be interesting. 343, obviously, have uh, they've not quite captured the love that Bungie did yeah. for, for yeah. Halo, but Infinite... Uh, there's not a lot of information out there, but it does sound like it could be a big reinvention yeah. for Halo. And I've been surely that's going to be their biggie. They're, I'd hope so. that they're going to spend a lot of time on. Yeah, and I, that that will be the what, what's on Microsoft conference only about an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. I could see that being like a 15, 20 minute yeah. sort of segment. Gears five as well. Mm-hmm. Probably. I think that'll be big. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm most looking forward to if it's shown, and I'm sure it will be. Is Fable. Yes. Right. Yeah. Because I've got a lot of faith in Playground. Me too. Uh, and I love that franchise. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I uh, there is nothing quite like Fable in the RPG space, and it and it does feel like the RPG space hasn't quite been sort of tinkered with in the same way as a Fable yeah. game recently. Yeah. Yeah. Like Fable Two is definitely up there with yeah. one of my favourite games of the last. That generation. was one of the first Xbox 360 games I played and finished, and I thought it was like one of the most amazing games I'd yeah. ever played. Going from the PlayStation Two to something like you know Xbox 360 and mm-hmm. having Fable Two, it was just. For me, it felt groundbreaking. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like uh, back in those days, like Peter Molyneux used to get a lot of stick and still does get a lot of stick. For that further, weird Milo but, Connect thing. <laughs> but when you look at the things that Lionhead achieved with Fable 2, yeah. the, the, even though it might not have been everything that he'd suggested that he would have liked to have had in that game, there was a lot like all of the, the fact that you could just buy up land yeah. and yeah, start, you know, producing fantastic. your own little sort of like cottage industries and mm. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, just being having like relationships with every, almost practically every NPC yeah. that was in the game yeah. like these are the things that we still talk about today as being advanced ideas yeah. that we yeah. love seeing iterated on yeah like the idea of playground taking on that because you can't make a fable game without having those broad grand ideas yeah, mm. yeah. I want to see what they do with that yeah. and there was yeah. that apparent leak that came out a few days ago like a potential leak someone uploaded a video of something like that yeah, that got so taken I, down fairly quickly I've not seen any of that yeah. but I think um, last year they hinted that Playground have expertise in um, mm. open world games and you'll be seeing more of that later and at yes. the time I thought that meant at the end of the conference yeah. Yeah. turns out maybe that's this year a year later yeah mm. they did on the apparent leak they did mention that there's going to be no guns in this particular fable right like the entire land has been apparently wiped out and it's kind of being rebuilt and it's okay. going to be fully open world and stuff like that and you might be able to build a city, apparently. Sounds very I think, fable but, to me. Yeah, for sure. But that's it. And it'll look pretty on yeah. Xbox yeah. One X. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. The most powerful console. Or whatever <laughs> Xbox One X2. Yeah, Xbox Xbox whatever Six, Scarlet Xbox turns into. Whatever it's called. So surely that's going to be their other big thing. Yeah. I If I was Microsoft and, you know, sort of like Sony have already announced kind of a little bit about yeah. what their next-gen console is, I would... Yeah, the entire world's eyes are on E3. 
Yeah. I, I, I'd like them to see them being bold and say, this is what it is. And it's out today. <laughs> God, imagine <laughs> that. How long has it been since we had an E3 surprise it's like that? It's been a while, that? yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think we'll get that. No. <laughs> don't they just usually do that with indie games? Like, you can download they it do right that. now. And but I remember like, there okay, was yeah. an E3 where kind of Microsoft were like, they were launching a new version of the Xbox 360 and like, and there's one under your chair. Yes. yes. Really? That yeah. was, I wasn't at that E3. <laughs> God damn it. Did no one notice that there was an Xbox under their chair? I mean, they're they very, it's in. very dark in those places. Yeah, but you might put your bag under your chair and be like, oh shit, there's an Xbox here. And then just run out. Out, That's where the like the the men in black turn up and pull <laughs> right. you out. Yeah, be quiet. <laughs> exactly, my bad. Anything else from Microsoft that people are looking forward to? Potentially a new rare game. How about that ah. prediction? You think they'll do something in addition to CFPs? GoldenEye oh, they, They're not going to do let's GoldenEye. Bring that back, fellas. I don't let's think they do have it. the license. No, they don't. <laughs> but you know, just do something. Well, what? they are. They're mm-hmm. doing Thieves. Yeah, but I want something a bit more. You know, I want mm. something new and exciting other than pirates. But you want stuff. something from 25 years ago. I want... Or whatever You're very into your retro. For a man that is so young, you're very into I'm retro. I'm a man and I love retro <laughs> things. <laughs> I know, I just, I loved Goldeneye. I'd like to see it back in some form or shape. I don't know. Bring time splinters to the new Xbox or time something. Time splitters. Splitters. Time splinters. It's all the same thing. It's, it's not the same thing. <laughs> it totally is, That's man. the whole point. <laughs> um, I think realistically, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, like the, obviously yes. Microsoft uh, seemed to have like maybe the marketing rights to yeah. that because they had it on their stage last year Oof. for the trailer. Um, I think it's, it, it is now time to see another mission from that game. Well, no one else is going to be showing it. No. So Where else can it be? Yeah. Exactly. Mm. It would make sense to be in there, mm. and that needs to kind of have yeah. the, the sort of the, the main stage, I would suggest. Absolutely. How close are we to potential release for that game, though? Because everyone's saying that they can't imagine it coming out on this current generation. I I think we might see it next year mm. as like a yeah. cross dev, yeah, uh, cross, uh, cross generation thing. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Like, obviously. Part of PS5 is going to be that it's you know um, backwards, backwards compatible, compatible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there was another piece that came out this week about how saves will transition from yeah. one from your old console to the new console. So if that kind of infrastructure is there for both Xbox and PlayStation, mm-hmm. then it does make that cross generational. This uh, is buy a little bit yeah. more appealing. Yeah, sort of like you then have maybe a PS5 exclusive patch which would yeah. add in your higher resolution textures and you know might add more NPCs to yeah. world crowds and stuff like that. I was going like to say, that. this was a bit, a, bit, a bit confusing because it's what Ubisoft said, just to jump here a little, they said they want to bring Siege to the new console mm-hmm. generation, right? So could I just buy like a used PS4 copy and play on the PS5 just fine? Or are people going to be reselling their game even though it's going to be all backwards compatible? Well, I would imagine if you've got PS4, then you would have a maybe a limited experience version of whatever is on the PS4, but you're not going to get the whatever upgrades come with the PS5. Yeah, you get right. like the loading times, right? Let's put it that way. Jesus yeah. Christ, the yes. models in that game is shine. <laughs> yeah, I imagine like we all know that Siege has a little bit of a problem with loading times. Like between when you're loading in a new match, it yeah. takes you a long Even time to load. Even just loading menus to select mm-hmm. a friggin' suppressor on your gun when yeah. you're starting a game. It's so I think frustrating. From what I understand, I think it's a case of you put your, you know, your game into a PS5 or whatever it eventually is, it's almost certainly that, isn't it? It's yeah. just going to be called a yeah. PlayStation. Uh, but um, I think you get the benefits of this new bespokely made SSD, so yeah. your yeah. load times will be faster. But yeah, it might be that they release a, in, in the case of Siege, there might be the next generation version of Siege, which does have yeah. nicer player models. Yeah, everything else, stuff like that. Too. Yeah, but and just has things that can take advantage, you know, if the PlayStation 5 can do ray tracing, ray yeah. tracing lighting. It'll just be close to a PC version, essentially. 
I mean, I would imagine it would be because the play. The, we have to remember that the PC versions are sort of hobbled by whatever the current tech of yeah. um, consoles are. Yeah. They get to do a little bit more than that, but it's not like the old days where a PC game would be massively advanced mm. compared yes, to yeah. console. But yeah, like I think you'd see more from a PlayStation Five version if they decided to. Yeah, that makes sense. So you mentioned Ubisoft. Obviously, mm-hmm. there was a Watch Dogs leak earlier this week so we would imagine (laughs) that we'll see something around that yeah um but then what was that other roller wasn't a roller disco Uh, game (laughs) roller derby game yeah what um so it it leaks you know and if the leak is to be believed there is uh ubisoft are doing a roller derby game i guess in the sort of i guess like a rocket league kind of thing but i don't think your roller skates have rocket boosters on them but it is that kind of old you know alternative sport kind of uh, game Um, it suggested that it was going to be run as a games as a service system so you know that that invites all sorts of speculation is it like Rainbow Six where you'd have different roller bladers is that the right term (laughs) roller skates I guess are you wearing roller blades or roller skates well true yeah um, it, roller derby is normally done on skates, right, rather than blades. I, I'm out of my league. For we're, this one. we're getting far yeah. too into it, but yeah, I'd imagine so. Like you'd have different players that you could play as, and they might have different passing skills yeah. or something like that. Um, so yeah, so I'm assuming to see some of that. Yeah. What about the, Skull and Bones? I want to see. I mean, more it's been delayed, right? Like Skull and Bones is considered to be a lot further away in is development right? now than they th- okay. than we all thought it was. I that, still think it will be at the show. Yeah, you I, would imagine so. It'd mm-hmm. be weird if it wasn't. Yeah, because at first they played off. I think in the first trailer, just like kind of just ship to ship combat, but then near the end you see like a monster or something like that. Yeah, a, I believe there's a kraken involved yeah. in it. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. that sounds fun, like a more realistic oh, yeah. version of Sea of Thieves and just more like PvP. I'm down for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually into Skull and Bones on the premise that kind of like with Rainbow Six Siege created a format that Ubisoft now use, and the first yeah. game that used that again is is For Honor, yeah. which obviously is even though it's a very different type of game, it still uses the same structure. There are new yeah. heroes that are added into it, yes, and so yeah, yeah. new operators are, and there are very distinct game modes that it revolves around. And that you know, can easily translate to just a yeah. different kind of mm-hmm. ship. Style. The main thing is, is like I think pirates are really cool, and I like the ship-to-ship combat sections <laughs> yep. in the Assassin's See, Creed I, games. I hated those bits. So really? I have no interest in this game yeah, whatsoever. I, I think if you're a Black Flag lover like yeah. I am, then this is great. And so, like the idea of being able to have my own ship that I choose my own crew with, and yeah, you know, yeah. choose the cannons and all of that, that is cool. And then the potential for like a I don't think it's realistically like an open world kind of affair, but like a C section that I can be going yeah. around with and interacting with other players there. That I really like. Yeah. Uh, will, will it not just be like a multiplayer arena kind of game? Is there any indication that it's going to be some kind of single player experience? I, I, I think like it's more. Layout. I think from what I got the impression of, it's almost more akin to something more like Sea of Thieves or even Elite in yeah. the idea that there would be right, kind okay. of like. Um, I'll be down for that. Uh, and I don't think it's anywhere near as complicated as Elite but I think there is the idea of that you can trade and stuff like that I mean we will find out more I would assume on (laughs) stage in a few days because it was was a long while ago Mm -hmm. Um, how about how about a new Splinter Cell let's bring that that is I mean Alex I know that you wanted us to talk about our wildest dreams later Splinter Cell is my wild dream for E3 100% same here Uh, I think it's it's time out of everything out of everything I've been dying for a new Splinter Cell for for friggin years like chaos theory is one of my favorite stealth games yeah ever and um the splinter cell games that came out after that they 
I think they kind of veered away from the the seriousness that Chaos Theory had, that kind of gritty feeling, because the rest of them were, they weren't necessarily silly, but like Sam Fisher changed a lot as a character. He could do so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he didn't feel fairly grounded as the original so, Sam Fisher did. So Chaos Theory obviously was directed by Clint Hocking, who mm. is well known for being quite, uh, he's got a serious tone to his work, because obviously yeah. he did Far Cry 2 as well. Yeah. Uh, and Far Cry 2 is <laughs> the most one serious of, Far Cry it's game an incredibly ever. savage game you know yeah. it, it puts you in a world that holds no bars and so yeah I see I think like I really like Splinter Cell Blacklist yeah. I think Conviction is slightly more pulpy yes yeah, yeah. Um, but the stuff that Blacklist brought in you know a very distinct um, dedication to co-op playing mm, yeah, yeah. Um, really interesting mission design um, giving you the option to go into missions that weren't part of the storyline but were there for kind of like um, challenges yeah. and you know learning new skills and stuff like that and also the big thing for me with a splint cell is like i really want a big interesting campaign and i want to see what a modern day ubisoft's approach is yeah to a splint cell campaign because they've gone so open world yes they have yeah do you make effectively the splinter cell equivalent of metal gear solid 5 now or do they go and do a more linear campaign that would be fascinating but in the wake of rainbow six siege what does spies versus merc look like now it'll that, be absolutely smashing yeah you would hope so anyways. that would be incredible if they managed to meld those two you, things you'd together do it, wouldn't you like you could imagine like every season there would be a new merc and a new spy yeah. and they bring yeah. different things to the game and you'd have a new map like you'd God, just apply the perfect. rainbow six formula to <laughs> yeah. it yeah. that is my dream ubisoft project yeah. like if they came out with that they're not going to go that far are they i'd like just imagine like I, I completely yeah, agree. Yeah. I am sold. Yeah, they would have to have Spies versus Mercs. That's one of the biggest the game th- modes they The have. thing that I can think of, the only thing, like, as if I was a Ubisoft executive, like, I'd be looking at, like, Rainbow is doing really, really well, right? I mean, certainly I don't know what the numbers are for consoles, but on PC, it's like the fifth most played game on Steam. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you've got a dedicated inbuilt audience for that, and that is probably going to wean over time. Do you just make Siege 2, yeah. which they've said that they don't want to do? Yeah. Yeah. So how do you reinvest those players yeah, in yeah. something like a rainbow, uh, like another Tom Clancy game that's sort of similar to Siege, <laughs> yeah. but has a slightly different approach to the asymmetry? Banging. You, would, yeah. you can't really make use of stealth properly in Siege anyways. Like You can't even really shoot out lights. Like Nighttime, no. nighttime mm-hmm. doesn't really like change that much in, re- in regards to gameplay. So mm-hmm. having spies versus mercs, because when I played that online, Back in the day, like it was kind of scary. If you're playing as a merc and a, you can't see the spies near yeah. enough all the time, mm-hmm. you'll yeah. just get fucked when up. When the lights go out, yeah, and, it's, yeah, it's fucked up and it's scary. And so obviously, they'd have spies back. that would have their equivalent of like a Thatcher EMP grenade yeah. and they could yeah. just roll it into a room and knock everything out. But now, now I'm worried because you mentioned that they could, they have the potential to make it an open world experience. And I really that's hope where that. their expertise is now. But that's oh, it. I, I really f- hope I they don't do that. I feel like it would go through the kind of the Ubisoft sausage factory, mm-hmm. for want of a better word. Yeah. And that it, it, you know, it feels like a lot of their games end up looking very similar. This yeah. is and, true. And playing very mm-hmm. similar. But I would love to see something different. Like, so in your mind, if it if this were to happen, yeah. it might not. <laughs> it's probably not going to. Would it still be first person a la siege or would it be third person? So, or, or would it be a mix? In terms of the Spies versus Mercs, it was yeah. a mix, wasn't Mercs it? would be first person because yeah. that's what that's the whole thing. Like, you limit their viewpoint so yeah, that yeah. the spies get a little bit more on them. Yeah. And obviously, spies, yeah, I can't imagine a Sam Fisher game ever being done in first person no, just because no. what he needs to do, like, he's climbing he needs pipe the awareness works around. And, yeah, 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 for sure. And, um, like, the whole joy of being able to analyze what NPCs are doing, like the patrol routes that guards yeah. take, require that third person viewpoint. Yeah. 
Um, I could see them doing like the Metal Gear Solid thing where like if you look down the sights of the gun it goes into a first person view. I'm pretty yeah. sure they have done that anyways in Yeah, I think so. With a lot of Sam Fisher's weaponry mm-hmm. in the other games, like his rifle, it goes right down to the scope. Yeah. yeah usually. Um yeah. And I think if if Ubisoft were going to do it and they were gonna do the open world sort of thing, I could envision something maybe not like Metal Gear Solid five, but um, Ground Zeroes, which obviously was a little bit more, there was a yeah. deeper amount of things to do in a smaller yes. area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would imagine yeah. them doing that because I think that's the danger. It, like, it could almost become, I don't know, Ghost Recon. Yeah, because that's which the I thing. don't want it to be. No, God no. Well, uh, but like, I actually like Ghost Recon. Right. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Wildlands and, is. Yeah. 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 That, but, that was but, a fun co-op game. But it, but it took it a long way away from what Ghost Recon originally was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of every Tom Clancy game offering you something distinctly yes. different. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and I do feel like some of that was, was lost with Wildlands, but I still enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward yeah. to... Is it called Breakpoint. Wildlands 2? Thank you. Yeah. Right, I've mm-hmm. what it's called. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure that'll be a big part yeah. of Ubisoft's press conference oh, as absolutely. well. Oh, mm. absolutely. And a Just Dance, presumably. God, I hope they've got a cool show for Just Dance. They're going to start. They're going to start I, off their conference immediately with Just Dance, yeah. so no one gets cringed. I don't care about Just Dance at all, but no. I love the like because I was in the audience at last year's so right. just having like <laughs> that panda with his big drum Hell sort yeah. of come down. That I love that. That's why I really like Ubisoft is probably my favorite of the big kind of triple A. They don't take themselves seriously, no, which is nice. And like, I think like Eves is a really fun sort of <laughs> yeah. person to have at the front of the company. Yeah. And yeah, and seeing the other thing that will be interesting is if they do have got any Nintendo team ups again this year. Yeah. Because obviously we got was it was last year was Starlink for Star Fox, right? Yeah. And that, then the I felt a lot more Nintendo than anything else because every advert had Star Fox mm-hmm. in it. I forgot that there was an actual other game yeah. behind Star mm-hmm. Fox. And then obviously the year before would have been Mario yeah. and Rabbids, which yeah. is a stunningly designed game. I love that game. So yeah, what do we get? Like hopefully that Nintendo yeah. sort of partnership is going on this year. Do you think yeah. we'll see new Rabbit stuff? Like they they they've been they fairly consistent, do that, don't they? and but they like, love. I mean, especially yeah. in the French office, I yes. think they love the rabbits. <laughs> the so um, it would. They are for better or worse the Ubisoft mascot. Yeah, has Rayman taken a break? Does he still he's exist? Not, been he's around just, for a while, just chilling out somewhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that'd be. Fella. I mean, like another Rayman UbiArt game. It's been yeah. a while since Legends was the last one, right? Yeah, yeah. Never really clicked with Rayman. No, like I, 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 I want to like, like I them more it. than I like them yeah uh, you know so i think like ub art is a lovely engine and i'd actually like to see them do more with it yeah i really like child of light yes yeah, um yeah. and it would be nice to see because e3 isn't always the place to show it but obviously they always have they tend to have like on rotation like a dev team that comes off a big project and they allow them to do a mini project yeah. Yeah. might be interesting if they show us what that is and obviously frequently they've been done in ub art yeah what about um, Beyond Good and Evil 2? Did they say that that's not going to be at this conference? Did they say it was taking that's a break or something? That's isn't it? Surely, I mean, I they've seen years a, of a progress, chunk of it right? already. Yeah. yeah. Like, they've shown I think the other thing pieces. is, is if we assume that that's not going to be out for several years, let's say there's another four years of dev time for mm. that. You know, it like, can't be another four years. I, mean, like, I feel like it is, because it's an entirely different game from the original. They're making this crazy open-world No sure, Man's Sky-esque that, experience. that development time would be what? Eight years. I sort or of get the impression like they still don't know what it is. Right. They're building I'd, all of this tech. True. Yes. I mean, yeah. That sounds yeah. like a long dev time. But what mm-hmm. Days Gone was being developed for how long? Like eight years or something like that. And it's a long dev. <laughs> Let's time, not right? bring Days Gone into a conversation <laughs> with. No, I'm just saying long dev times. Yeah. You know. But the thing I quite like about it, like, it is their equivalent of early access, isn't it? Beyond Good and yeah. Evil. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. 
it should be that every year we get to see what did a year's worth of development on this game produce. Yeah, yeah. And it should be like last year we knew that they got all of these elements that and it's I don't, it's not procedural, is it? But they built this kind of open galaxy that had all of these potentials. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to see now, well, what sort of stories can I make in yeah. this galaxy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that would be I think that would be a reasonable thing to show yeah, us because they've just showed off general gameplay like you can fly here you can do a bit of yeah. that and stuff mm -hmm. and it hasn't really seemed that impressive to me but it's just but, a but demo. I think we're seeing really early stuff yeah. well, that's it there's no cohesive experience right now they've kind of got an idea of what they want kind of like the they want Ubisoft's equivalent of Star Citizen I think is what they want like it this does, galaxy that like offers that, yeah limitless potential and yeah. you know that you can work around with other people I think now what they need to do is show sort of like yes you can bring a spaceship right from outer space down to a planet surface but what can, you what do can I do in these yeah. you know in these giant planet sized cities and stuff like yeah. that yeah Bethesda yeah they're also Doom. There. Doom, Doom is good, a biggie and I love a bit of Doom God. the last Doom was yeah. great Eternal looks amazing yeah I, I mean could, I, I want to know like like there's so much I want to like you know when they uh, that was a uh, QuakeCon last year didn't they that they showed yeah. Eternal and there were just little tidbits in there like it seems to have like the Dark Souls invasion mechanic of some yeah. description like what does that mean you know yeah. what and at the end of the day I just want to know like, well, give me give me weapons I want to yeah. know what I'm going to use to blow the shit out of demons with what, yeah. what really can they show at the conference you have Doom Wolfenstein yeah so the There'll be then, a bit of young blood on show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm struggling Skyrim. to think of anything else. Have they said Skyrim's going to be there or not? I, I mean, mean, it'll be Elder Scrolls, not Skyrim. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. They might have found another reason oh, to please, release Skyrim. Stop releasing, stop re-releasing Skyrim and Resident Evil Four. Those games. No, like. Just I really like out, Skyrim. I'm like, if there are more people that want to buy Skyrim, let them buy it <laughs> on the platform on they want. Oven I've still not years. played more than an hour of that game. Uh, I, I have... thought it was the most tedious hour. Of... <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's been built up so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a game where really mod it a lot. I, I walked up a really long hill. Did you got meet there, the beards? And then he was like, "Can you sharpen this sword for me?" I was like, "Fuck <laughs> no. off, mate! I've just walked you to it." <laughs> and at that point, I stopped. Fair enough. But, um, but, not, well, yeah. you're going to be playing this game for a decade, apparently, according to Todd Howard. It's going to yeah. be it's going to be a decade worth of modders trying to put a decade worth of content into that game. I can't imagine. I mean, that's what I mean. I think that, like Skyrim has such long life, and I sort of for a long time because you know my previous job here, I worked at PC Games End, so had this very like maybe insular idea of what Skyrim was, and it was the modders' paradise. And yeah. the reason why it was living for 100%. so long is because people were making new storylines for that game, and mm -hmm. you know lots of different things. But obviously, that's that's a segment of the wider Skyrim world. Yes. Like people are just playing Skyrim. Like yeah. people bought it on Switch. Lots of people bought it on Switch yeah. to play the most vanilla version of Skyrim. People just love exploring that world. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, like if it if they announce it on another platform, it honestly wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Yeah. There is probably somewhere. Like, like what other platforms left I mean it's not technically on mobile. Oh god. But they've just done their new They've got blades. Exactly, yeah. But, oh, right, yeah. but who's to say that like I mean if they could port True. it over and I was Bethesda and knew I could make another ten around <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, 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 why not? Mm. Great. But yeah, but I assume, I assume Bethesda Games to use will be there to say something. I don't think they'll have a lot to say. Do you think they'll about... address uh, Fallout seventy six? and the fallout so I think that we will see like either an expansion pack or a push like for... the second year as it were yeah yeah, yeah yeah you know how yeah. kind of like Destiny always has kind of their yearly I mean we just yeah. had Destiny's yearly Vidoc stuff about what yeah. this year of Destiny means I think it'll be what is year two of Fallout 76 yeah. hey all of this shit went wrong with it we recognise that it was a dreadful launch Todd yeah. Howard will make another joke say our games are kind of broken haha <laughs> 
and yeah. that's it. I mean, and what can you do when yeah, your games are broken? And then I'll have exactly, a band yeah. play again like they did last year. That was awkward. Bethesda <laughs> are quite good at stopping leaks, right? Yeah. Like compared to Ubisoft. Oh, yeah. It's literally, yeah. they cannot I'm sure keep they just anything. leak the games themselves mm-hmm. at this I, point. Well, I did wonder that, like quite often. It was always through the same sources, always through Kotaku. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Shryan like, knows everyone, doesn't he? Yeah. So. He is and it's the just industry. basically being fed information. <laughs> yeah. But it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I think we might I think we'll get. see a few surprises from Bethesda. Yeah. What about Starfield? Because it was just a so teaser. So Starfield right? is due before the Elder Scrolls 6, right? That is oh, okay. the the order that I think they come in. Um, and it might be like, I don't I don't think we're going to get a lot on Elder Scrolls 6. I don't even think we'll get a name for it. I think they'll very much keep that out. They, yeah. There might be another bit of pre-rendered stuff just There's to... There's got to be a, a few, few more A few more, a yeah. few more mountains and like some nice yeah. music. Yeah, I mean, if I was doing it, what I do is I go back to that previous tease and I just keep the camera panning and then you go maybe into the city or yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, but, but that's it. That That's the climax that you yeah. want, isn't it? That's yeah. the sort of mm-hmm. the, the big hurrah. Yeah, and it's like, they, I think last year was very much an admittance from them that they know that they can't keep saying that Elder Scrolls is there, but yeah. forget about it for now. Yeah. Like they have, like there is an audience there that desperately needs yes. to be fed, yeah. and so yeah, they they will address it. But I think it will be just something tiny. Yeah, yeah I agree. Mm-hmm. Patrick yeah. Stewart is going to walk onto the stage and announce Oblivion remaster. <laughs> That's my hot no prediction. No one wants Oblivion remastered. <laughs> Oblivion was the best Elder Scrolls. It was released that year. <laughs> Again, an- another so game that you spent so long getting out. Was it the sewers at the beginning or something? Yeah. It takes, oh it takes like 10 minutes no, to get through doesn't. that. It, it totally does. Tedious. <laughs> Old Uriel Septim. Yeah. yeah. Poor lad. No. Um, I, uh, I, d- I don't actually. Like, I, I really like the Old Scrolls, but I don't care for Oblivion at all. No. I think it's, I think it's a really tedious that, RPG. That is the first Elder Scrolls I played. So. Morrowind, mate. God. Yeah, but I'm not like... You're into your retro stuff. Yeah, but that's just... The combat's so annoying. It's like dice roll combat. If I swing a sword, I want it to hit someone. I don't want it to be like, <laughs> you missed because you had 5% chance of hitting. That's bullshit. Right, come on. We've still got loads to get through. <laughs> right. like, hopefully Arcane will turn up. I'd love to... Uh, I yeah. adore Dishonored and Prey, so anything that they've Dishonored got to say. right now. Good. a good old time. Of course you are, because it's cracking. <laughs> it is. Square. Big year for them. Avengers. Yes, yeah. Avengers and presumably Final Fantasy VII. Less excited by that, but oh, yes. Oh, God. I, I, Alex, I'm, your priorities I'm, are... But I'm one of these people that, I again, well, you, I've been fairly consistent. Yeah. RPGs are fucking That's boring, fair aren't they? <laughs> I, th- I, think, I think it's more like turn-based combat for me, which I have a really hard time getting behind. Unless right, it's super, whereas... Unless it's like stylish and engaging like Persona 5, which was sure. really the first turn-based combat I actually... Mm-hmm. turn-based combat game I finished all the way through but um, traditional Final Fantasies I played maybe six hours of Final Fantasy 10 I was having a good time but near the end of it I was just like I'm not sure yeah, this combat's for me see turn-based is is where it's at really I'd oh, like, I think that was the monster. thing that turned me off mm. Final Fantasy was was the whole random battle bullshit mm-hmm. like, so I, guess I know where I need to go point A to point yeah. B stop chucking all this stuff well, at me well I mean that so stuff doesn't exist in a modern Final Fantasy anymore true so. but it took a long time to get <laughs> yeah, rid of yeah, and yeah. I'm, I've gotten by that point <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going back. Yeah, I get it. But yeah, obviously Final Fantasy like there's no not even any guarantee that it's gonna be there, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And like Square have faffed around with that game for so much it got completely cancelled to be rebooted because point. they weren't happy with because it was being done by a third party. Yeah. Was it not gonna be on the PS3 at one point, or am I remembering that? Oh, I mean years and years ago they did a tech demo that I think was right, PS3, okay. but that I think that was just them showing like we can make your Final Fantasy stuff look really cool. <laughs> 
And then obviously that led to an awful lot of people go, well, where the fuck's my remaster? <laughs> yeah. yeah, It is insane how long this game has taken. Yeah. When games built from the ground up have come <laughs> yeah. out and been released in their I own mean, various editions. The, the important thing, obviously, is that Capcom just decided, like, oh, we could do that with Resident Evil 2. Yeah. And they did it under all and our noses. And they did it really well. Yeah. 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 And, and and that's the thing, like, if Final Fantasy VII Remake isn't on the quality bar that Resi 2's remake was... Then they've ruined it. However, <laughs> there's I a lot of people who yeah. have Seven as their favourite game of all time. And Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't fancy that job. No, no. I know nothing about the Final Fantasy series other than in Seven, some girl gets stabbed by a katana. I Good think that's the, God, that's the, Jesse. That's the one moment everyone remembers. What happens if there are six-year-olds in our audience that Spoilers. have not? <laughs> oh, I mean, they already know what happens anyways. Everyone has seen it. Oh, well. But anyway, yes. Yeah, so I am very excited about Seven, but let's yeah. talk about Avengers. You love Avengers. Well, you love Mar- the Marvel Universe. I do indeed. Specifically. Mm-hmm. It's a good pedigree with Crystal Dynamics. Yeah, because you know, I love the Tomb Raider games yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, Very excited to see what they do with it. Well, that's it. And that's the thing is, like, we don't actually really know what it is a yet. Few, a no. few details surfaced not too long ago. It's like, the, what, co-op experience, yeah. uh, heroes are customizable mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I mean, that's and that's probably what you want out of an yeah. Avengers game. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, th- that sort of suggests, and there's been sort of suggestions that it is more of a, they want a very long-term community from it. Yeah, yeah. Is it Avengers Destiny? Yes, exactly, yeah. And I'll, be, like, I'll be 100% down for that. That's, and when I think about, like... Initially, you sometimes say that, and you're like, "But what? Like, how can I customize Captain America? Captain America yeah. and Iron Man? They're so clever. they've had loads of costumes over yeah, exactly, the years. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah, the, that's, that's, like that's one of the most customizable things you yeah, get. Of it. The Iron Man obvious. armor, especially, is designed to be yeah, a yeah. looter shooter sort of piece of equipment, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Like the idea of getting new repulsors yeah. and stuff like that. You know, Captain America. You know altering the shields you know there have been different shapes yeah. different designs different I can materials. imagine the loot boxes right now a new Captain America shield and everything you else. are so cynical Jesse <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was very much looking forward to it because obviously on the flip side of that Rocksteady's game mm. whatever that may be because yeah. yeah. there was rumour is that that's you know potentially something similar a, yeah. a multi-hero mm-hmm. potentially like service experience game yeah mm. You know, do you think that they saw what was coming out of Marvel Avengers and thought, well, let's wait and, and put some yeah, distance because between us? Th- it's not there was a lot of rumours and there have been... There was a demo a good few years ago of a first-person Avengers game on the Xbox 360 oh, yeah, and PS3. Yeah. That's, that's going back a while, though, and that, yeah. you know, not in the same league. But in terms of Rocksteady, there had been a leak um, that had um, suggested that this was internal documents that they were going to announce it actually four days ago now, I think it was. Right. And that never happened. Uh, and it might be, it's a case of, the, as you say, Alex, there is, they have created a service-based Justice League or Suicide yeah. Squad or whatever it was that it turns out to be. And they've heard about what, because developers talk to each other all the time. That's course, the thing yeah. that you find. When you, when you start talking to devs, you realize, oh God, they all know each other and they know yeah. what, exactly what everything's going on. They've got wind of what Avengers are doing. And I think, admittedly, Avengers is the bigger property, especially yeah. in the year that Endgame yeah. came out. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, like it's literally riding that wave. It's like yeah. if, if you haven't got your Marvel fix, because that part of the cinematic universe is finished, it's, it's over, pick yeah. it up here yeah. and, and continue. It, it, it's an easy sell, right you know, four-player co-op, all the heroes you could possibly want, customizable and like just single-player missions, multiplayer, all that kind of jazz. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the kind of perfect Marvel game that hasn't really been released ever. Yeah. Weirdly mm-hmm. enough. And, you know, the idea to do dungeons that are all based around specific uh, supervillains yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. But yeah, I can see why Rocksteady, because it seems like they're not there and it seems like uh, Warner Brothers Montreal aren't there 
there as well from right. a few tweets that I've seen. Um, and there was a suggestion that they were working on a Batman game in the way that, because they did obviously Arkham Origins, yes, yes. it had been rumoured that they got another Batman game. And all of those pieces seem to make sense, right? So if Rocksteady aren't making a new Batman game, it's because they're off doing their mad Destiny-style yep. project. But presumably everybody still wants a Batman game, so yep. you bring uh, Warner Brothers Montreal on. But yeah, it seems like we're not getting any of that. And any superhero game would have it tough to stand well, up to that. Yeah, absolutely. But what about the so the leaked Harry Potter game that was mm. well there was that video of something that, that, that yeah. I thought looked really interesting. Yeah, it looked fantastic, man. It looked oh, well fun, like a um, third person action. It's basically Dragon's Dogma with Harry Potter. Yeah, you know, kind of like it's it's the fantasy that everybody has wanted from a Harry Potter game for a very long time to be able to be. It's not just being Harry and doing what was in the books and the films, yeah. but it is to go to Hogwarts to be sorted into your hat yeah, to, yeah. to you know to go to lessons to cause mischief between yeah. it seemed like it was going to be that open Hogwarts RPG that people wanted you know yeah. sneak out of the yeah. tower at night and go to Hogsmeade you know yeah, get yeah. yourself drunk on Butterbeer or <laughs> yeah. whatever um, that I, I mean it was never obviously Ubisoft sorry not Ubisoft uh, Warner Brothers very quickly got rid of any evidence yes. of that game which suggests to me that it's real yeah, absolutely yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that looked too it looked too polished. good to be yeah. fake to be fake yeah. 100% mm-hmm. yeah. I um, they don't have that they don't, I mean that's the thing like Microsoft have a very big stage yeah. if I was going to do it and you don't have Sony to do it because obviously Sony aren't here this year yeah if I were Microsoft, if I were Warner Brothers, I'd be very much like Microsoft. Can you please make this one of your big sections? Yeah, but, it, say, like, but with so many first-party games, it, just, it <laughs> gets to a point where it's yeah. like I've now seen forty mm-hmm. games. Because what yeah. kind of remember what's going That's what I was going to say. What kind of treatment would that game get at a conference like this when there's so many games already mm-hmm. at the forefront? Like, is it we'll just get the like a little trailer? It's Harry Potter, though. Yeah, like, that's, that's true, got how... a very large audience. That's true, and um, it's in its big resurgence at the moment. Really the last is, few yeah. years has seen an awful lot of people come back to Harry Potter. Yeah. A new generation of people that are, you know, learning that story for the first time. I, mean, I actually started it's... reading Harry Potter for the first time, like maybe a few months ago. Good God, okay. I know. I'm turning I into dust. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you in the books? Um, ah, fuck. It's whoops. I'm actually fairly near the end of the first book right before um have you not read that in a day it's tiny it's like what is 140 pages long <laughs> oh no because usually i switch between like the audiobook and oh, the book okay. itself and stuff like that i just haven't found myself the audiobooks the are good there. yeah stephen yeah. fry does a brilliant job um right before the main lad dies whose name i forgot harry potter no <laughs> God, they the killed him off in book one yeah. <laughs> the main lad i would call him harry the main potter. evil lad in the book you know professor quirrell yeah right. him professor quirrell yeah i know that lad love him He's going to die soon. That lad. That bloke. <laughs> I would not describe Professor Quirrell he's as that lad. He's just a lad, you know? He's not, he's not, he's not into bants, is he? <laughs> no. Is anyone watching Love Island at the minute? No. What? <laughs> just, I've seen a few episodes. And Can't I've, believe those I've words never seen the word podcast. banter used so often. <laughs> it's just incredible. I'm surprised that show hasn't been cancelled. But loads of people watch it. Yeah, that is Loads it's... of people watch Jeremy Kyle. That's been axed. Yeah, yeah but, but there was a Kyle reason was for that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Right. Have we got any more conferences? Music? Well, God, we haven't spoken about Nintendo yet. No, we've yet. not spoken oh, about Nintendo. And obviously their direct. I think theirs basically closes out yes. the, the conferences. Mm-hmm. So that's on a Tuesday evening yep. for us in the UK. Uh, and I assume that they're at the show as well. So what they've, if, got, they've got an enclosure on the show floor. Yeah. As they like, do every obviously year. Obviously, the Zelda game is a highlight for me. And yeah. I kind of wish that I was there to play that. 
Mm-hmm. I'll let you know sad. how it is because it is oh, playable. Thanks. thanks so much. That's <laughs> just so nice the same as actually playing it. I will report back in excruciating detail every bring time me, I push a button. Bring me a switch with it on. That's what I want. Can we? Can, you can't just play. I was just wondering, can you just jimmy a USB Cut stick the into the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> just download it on. Um, yeah, I think like I've never played Link's Awakening. Um, right. So, it, and it is obviously, it is a. It's not a remaster, it is a remake, so yeah. it is the perfect time for me to be able to play that. Um, I'm excited about Pokemon. It will be my first proper return to Pokemon for a very long time. I was super into it around Generation 1 and 2, yeah, yeah. Um, but kind of fell away from Nintendo for many, many years, and the Switch has been my first proper comeback to the company. Which Pokemon generation was involved with the Game Boy Advance? Because that's when I kind of dropped off. I think like Ruby and yes, Gold or Sapphire stuff Ruby, like that. Ruby, Sapphire, yeah, Black, White, I think as yeah, well. Um, those are the last ones I played. So yeah, despite like always having had my eye on what's been going on, I never owned like a 3DS right. or anything like that. Mm. So this is exciting for me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. With Sword and Shield. Yeah, well, um, that, it would be the first Pokemon game that I've ever played. I think I'm sure. actually right. going to do it. And it That's seems mad. like you know from what the Pokemon Direct said, it seems like like it's not a huge advancement on the. Would that be it's the X and Y formula, isn't it? That yeah. it kind of comes on from. But like having that open world between cities that allows you to go out and actually being able to see Pokemon roaming yeah. around in the wild. They've got yeah, a controllable them. camera now. Yeah. I'm really yeah. hyped about that. Because I mean, it, it looks like more of an open world now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's easy to be cynical about, oh, now it's got a three-row <laughs> yeah. camera. But yeah. like, that is a big that, thing yeah, for Pokemon. It's a big deal for Pokemon, yeah. It, it, you know, take it, we want from the Switch a proper console version yes, of yes, a Pokemon, Pokemon game. I think what, that's what, what we're getting. What was the previous one? What was the previous Pokemon game? So, I mean, you got a Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Yeah, because I, I gave that a go and I was like, no random battles at all. I, I kind no. of forgot that it was kind of like a spin-off. I yeah, was so put off by it's that a game. remake of Red and uh, Blue, which obviously, yeah. you know, that, those were the Pokemon games that I grew up with and yeah. I mm. did adore being able to get those in 3D, but it is, it's still the fixed perspective, you know, there's, there's yeah. none of the advancements that were made for X and Y. Yeah in that game so and that's why it's not considered a core Pokemon yeah. game this is our core Pokemon game I am excited to see yeah. it's got raids in it raids I know for- well, my boy has just started getting into watching Pokemon sure. on Netflix <laughs> oh, that's mm-hmm. cool. and he's got like a little Pikachu and we're going to see Detective Pikachu in a couple nice. of weeks time nice. so mm-hmm. that's the game that I'm going to play with him yeah cool. that sounds yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like, perfect. I can't wait for you know. I'm sure there'll be enough of us in the office to raid together. You yeah. know, and so yeah, they're yeah. doing those big Dynamax battles. That looks Do you great. Think it will tear us away from Rainbow Six. No, not in the long run. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for a few weeks. But I'm Maybe. ready to listen to that sick battle music again. Yeah, because Pokemon music is like, mm-hmm. it's good stuff. I think that's it from the main kind of... Oh, Devolver have got a press conference yeah, as well. and there'll be the PC Gamer conference. Yep. Uh, well, and obviously PC Gamer tends to have... They're the more indie stuff. I know that Baldur's yeah. Gate 3 is going to be there, yes. but I can't imagine there'll be much more than what we saw at the Stadia conference. Um, but th- it's always good to see what's going on in Indyland, and I like that the PC Gamer <laughs> show like really <laughs> focuses on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Devolver, obviously, are crazy, so whatever they've got is always going to be interesting yes. to see. yeah. So if you had to pick one thing that you're most excited about either seeing or playing, Mm -hmm. what would it be? Um, I really want to see more of Cyberpunk. Like I like last year I got So it's not playable, is it? No. From what I I understand it is hands off again, but I don't it's it's one of those games I don't feel the need to actually be in control of it. In these sort of games, I actually enjoy having someone from the studio go, look, we made this. You might if it's it's very easy, especially in the in the busyness of E3 and you're desperate to get coverage 
and find out everything the game does, you kind of end up sticking to what you know. So yeah, you're like, you okay, know. I'll play the mission and you do what the mission objective yeah, yeah, tells yeah, you. Yeah. If you've got a dev that's guiding you through, it's like, wait, if you turn around here and look down this corridor, yeah. you'll find all these NPCs doing crazy stuff that yeah. we've programmed into it. And having someone be able to sort of like deep dive with you, actually, I think is better for E3. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to see more of what that game has got to offer. Like that, what was it, almost an hour they showed last yeah. year? Yeah, that yeah, was, the, was insane. One of the best videos I've seen in such yeah. a long time. I was so excited to see mm -hmm. what was being offered in that game. Yeah. And I can't wait to play it. So, what yeah. about you, Jesse? What are you excited I'm, about? I'm torn between Jedi Fallen Order and from what I've read on the league so far, Watch Dogs 3 okay. as well, because it was taking place in London. Your London point, yeah. Yeah, man, I just I <laughs> pop down to Argos and Weatherspoons literally every day. Um, Do I, you? No. <laughs> it's, That's yeah. a very sad existence. I was about to say, is Argos a big thing for London? But it's because Argos is in all the getaway games, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I can't wait, man, because I was playing through the getaway too recently. Um, it's as not, you do. Yeah, as you do. I just wanted to see, because... You live it. in London. Just go and see it for real. Yeah, but like I want to. I just want to play through the setting of London because it's 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 a cool it's a cool city, and you don't mm -hmm. see a lot in games. It's always the same places like New York, LA, friggin' Miami, crap like that, right? Yeah. And to be able to visit London and what you know could be some kind of maybe futuristic version of it you or something like that. You basically want to know how Brexit turns out. Yeah, I want to know how Brexit turns out. <laughs> if I'm they're brave I'm... enough to talk about it, yes. I know that it says it like the the leak suggests it's set post Brexit, yeah. but. They might not. They might. Maybe, maybe uh, they're the people to actually sort Brexit. We can't do it. So Watch they're, they're just like, yeah. sod it. This is what's going to happen. So, Watch Dogs right, 3 will dictate fine. the future of Britain. I just imagine, like, yes. we've got the Brexit team you know, in, in the Brexit government. Team. They just play it and they go, oh, wow, they've sussed it. It's <laughs> exactly. great. Done deal. Yeah. But I'm I mean, like, where, when's it going to come out? Like, like, if it's real. It's this year. It would be this year, right? You're talking about Brexit or the game? Well, uh, so that's the thing. Like, like, <laughs> Brexit, the what's game. What's going to come first? Who but knows? Imagine, like, someone in Parliament's just like, we've got to delay Brexit <laughs> until after the game comes out so we can figure out how it works. Ooh, politics on the IGN UK podcast. Well, I'm looking forward to visiting potentially, what is it? Yeah, Soho. I want Soho to be in the game. I want to visit the arcade I found I'm sure in it, the getaway too. I'm sure if London's in it, Soho will be That is in such it. a niche thing to want. Because yeah, I mean, it's a place I visit in real life, and if it's in a game, See, I want to cool. go to Night City, you know, this mad fucking place that's full yeah. of, you know, cybernetic augmentations and stuff like that. You want to go literally outside our door. I yeah. want to go to our office. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I want to do. A place that I come to every weekday. Exactly. Al, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, looking I think it has to, to be Fable. Like, which... Yeah. No guarantees it's there. But, no, yeah. but like I just I'm excited for something new because I, there's lots of games that we already know about mm -hmm. that are coming. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be great. Yeah. Whatever, but I'm I'm interested in in seeing that franchise rebooted yeah. by a developer who I think is decent. So absolutely. Do you think also, it would be a Fable? What is it? Fable Four? Or do you think they'll just kind of do a whole new thing again? I think they'll go. With Fable Start fresh. Yeah, I I just call. I mean, uh, it's, just call it Fable. Just call it Fable. Yeah, we're in that yeah, era exactly. now where yeah, everything's yeah. just yeah. called. You know, and we've had God of War and stuff like that. Mm. Um, the yeah. previous Fable game was that Connect one, right? Like when you're on when you're on a horse all the time, oh, and then they cancelled yeah, the, the one. Yeah. They cancelled yeah. the one afterwards. Was or Fable like that. Legends. Yeah, yeah that's which it. actually that, sounded kind of weird. Oh, I thought it looked dreadful. <laughs> I remember sitting through a presentation of that, and it didn't. I, I work. never watched any of the footage from it. Was, was it just an arena-based kind of combat? And uh, someone would play the enemy right, and they could spawn in and, uh, characters. But like, well, I, but it, I just remember it not working half <laughs> right. the time when we had because I think we were grouped into pairings of four. Oh, did you play it? Yeah. Oh right. It what um, it was. It was obviously trying work. to do the 
the fantasy that so many RPG developers have is that they want the Dungeons and Dragons thing. So yep. one person was going to be your dungeon master, right? And they could bring in all the That's enemies. Right. And... That's right. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Yes. And it's like basically the only company that seems to be able to do that is Larian, which is why they're making <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3. And therefore, I'm very happy about that. And that'll that. be the first Baldur's Gate game I play. And I look forward to I'm it. Sure just from that disgusting. It will be banging. I guarantee trailer. you. Yeah. I say I guarantee you. It's not like I can say that. But <laughs> Divinity Original Sin 2, absolute banger. Yep. Um, the uh, other thing that you've got down here, Al, is Wildest Dreams. So yes. I've said Splinter Cell, and the other one I'd say is Bloodborne 2, which obviously won't be there because that's almost certainly locked in with Sony. What, if anything, could fall out of the sky? It's easy. Breath of the Wild 2. Oh, God. Oh, be, you mean Metal Gear Solid 4 remake? If, I agree. If Breath of the Wild 2 was there, I <laughs> yeah. would properly shit my pants. <laughs> and I'm not even talking figuratively. <laughs> it is a really, really good game. God, yeah. I, I did ponder. Game. Like, imagine yeah. if they're just it's ready to say what's there. happened. Like, they won't be, obviously, no. but because we'll wait another, what, four years for but something on there? Like, Majora's Mask is such a good game and considering it came so close after Ocarina yeah I would love to go back to that you know using yeah. Breath Night of the World's and day tech and... and but then you know half of that is is building that world but I wouldn't mind it if it was the same world yeah. quite frankly yeah. the thing is as well is like the idea of just pushing the timeline forward of the Breath of the Wild yeah. Hyrule and having like because obviously it's almost like a post-apocalyptic kind yeah. of element I want to see a developed Hyrule like, again like society has moved on and those those yeah. areas you moved to grew out like you know like how London sort of yeah, grows yeah. out from the centre <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that or you go back a hundred years to when all of that stuff before he gets locked ah, away yeah but then yeah. you kind of know what happens. Yeah. True, but I mean, so many games are prequels, right? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I would pop off if, yeah. if Zelda was And then announced. you can play it in VR again, just oh. like in Breath of the Wild. That made me feel sick. I experienced sure. that, mate. It wasn't great. What is your wildest E3 dream? Resident Evil 3 remake, please. I'd love that. Just because the Resident Evil 2 remake I thought was particularly yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And Nemesis mm -hmm. is my favourite Resident Evil, so I'd like to see that. I doubt it's happening. It's one of the ones I haven't soon. played, and I love the idea of Nemesis being done like the alien in isolation. Yeah, because he's constantly chase you around. Nemesis is like fucking scary. And mm -hmm. if the tyrant is like bad enough in Resident Evil 2 remake, yeah. Nemesis can sprint. He has a rocket launcher and he does other mad shit as well. You so. sound like a. That's I had this kind of thing that my four year old said. Like, yeah, but he can run and he's got a rocket launcher. That's why he's <laughs> no, I, was, I was comparing him to Mr. X, who just like walks around and when he gets his hat shot off, he gets upset. He's a weakling. Nemesis is a top man. Have you played Resident Evil? for a switch at all no no i haven't like me so because i've got very fond memories of mm -hmm. resident evil 4 and i've started playing on switch and yeah. man the controls are, are you telling me not i've, to I've go heard back. it's rough Shitty. right yeah well like, it may have always been like that but i'm used to so much more yeah. now the, like the, the fact you can't move and aim at the same time sure. is like, it's mad. what Re uh, and, and the way the camera works is just yeah. crazy mm -hmm. yeah um, i can remember dead space coming out and and like it, it felt so good to be able to play a character who could move and shoot. Yeah. yeah. It's mad. No, insane. wait, could you move and shoot in Dead Space? I'm pretty sure you can. Yeah, you can. I think... You I absolutely can. Could, can you? A hundred percent you can. Mm. And if I'm wrong, don't contact me on Twitter. Um, <laughs> but well, that's it. If they did... I know we're talking yeah. another... Uh, game in remakes but if they did a proper remake of 4 where you had all of the benefits of yeah, today's yeah. advancements I'd be well up for that it sort of almost feels like they oh, that, two made shit they're tons. gonna do yeah. all of them and three, well, three, apart from maybe after, six, four, yeah, exactly, yeah. after, after 4 maybe 3 not. will be remade first because they have a lot of similar assets and yeah. stuff I could see 3 anyways. being remade and maybe maybe an out, like, I think it's a, a pipe dream for now but I think maybe next year we'd see it yeah. then I, I think I they'd make I can't imagine Resident Evil 4 eight. would 
I can't imagine Resident Evil 4 yeah, would yeah, ever yeah. be remade though because if but it's got that Final Fantasy 7 thing to it hasn't it it's like I, I, but they, yeah. they, haven't, they haven't touched Resident Evil Online in a long while and everyone's been asking for Resident Evil Outbreak I'll put nobody a gives lot. a shit about that no, every, but no, a lot, no everyone who likes Resident Evil Dale's never said that <laughs> yeah but he's like Dale loves he just loves Resident Evil 2 like that that's his thing but man. it's like but Resident oh, Evil so 4 he's not here, is so you're yeah. slagging him off and <laughs> yeah. telling that Four is Good. like what Final Fantasy Seven is. Like Final Fantasy Seven was such a huge development for Japanese RPGs, yeah. and Resident Evil Four like reinvented survival horror. It's, it's yeah. at the top of so many people's games of all yeah. time lists. So mm-hmm. I think Four yeah. is definitely going to happen at some point. I can just imagine them doing three and then trying something different in the form of like an online cop Resident uh, Evil I've experience no doubt they'll in do Outbreak. The next iteration. Capcom of... is big. They've yeah. got lots of people. Yeah. Yeah. They can make. That's true. All right, following up to Resident Evil Seven. With whatever yeah. that is, because yeah. again, that took the series in a new mm-hmm. direction. Which yeah, I think we'll yeah. get another first-person resi yeah. that will follow the story on that finishes. In, it could just be Resident Evil Eight because that's already. No, I think it will. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I think um, they will almost. You might they might top and tail it, right? You do a remake and then you do a new core entry, then you yeah. do a remake. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Bring Silent Hill back. I don't know what the fuck Konami are doing. I want uh, Silent Christ Hill knows. Two. Well, they were going to, weren't they? Mm-hmm. But that that's failed. Oh, anyway, right. enough E3 chat. Look, uh, listeners, if you've got something exciting that you, you want to talk about for E3 or, or your predictions, get them in fast because it is tomorrow that it all starts. It's at IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Let's very quickly talk about Stadia mm-hmm. for no more than one minute, 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, Matt, okay. you were kind of watching the stream as it happened. Yeah. What was your immediate takeaway? Um, that they announced Baldur's Gate 3 and I'm very excited about Baldur's Gate 3 but, <laughs> but that's also that. coming to every yeah, other that's, platform and I will play ever. it on PC yeah. my thing with Stadia is like I'm really impressed with the tech but I just don't think it is for me or realistically anybody that's in this room and maybe yeah. not even anybody that's listening to this podcast yeah. it's, it seems like the whole idea is, is that you have a subscription fee to a service which effectively opens up Google's big PC in the sky yeah. and that is great if you've never if you don't have access to a console and you don't have access to a PC being able to say I'm just going to have another subscription fee yeah. that gets me this I never have to upgrade it I never have to think about my console going out a date or a new generation and I just pay for that and then the thing is is you have to then that subscription comes with a certain amount of games I think if you buy the pro the level pro, which is what $9 a month something like that yeah um, which is not cheap which no it's not cheap it's another Netflix style yeah. outgoing um, but then obviously that comes with a certain amount of games um, but if you want new games it's still like effectively Stadia is your console you have yeah. to go out and buy a game for it yeah and I think we've all got PlayStations. We're probably all going to buy PlayStation 5s. Yeah, we, you, know, yeah. mo- you know, loads of us have got PCs and stuff like that. Why do any of us need that? The only need you'd have is convenience. And I can understand, like, if you, um, you know, live across two different houses, you know, like, if you are a child and sort of like you unfortunately have sort of divorced parents and you're yeah. living between them, it's great just to be able to say, I have my Stadia controller. I just stick it in my bag yeah. and take yeah. care. But also the Switch sort of fulfills yeah, yeah. that need. But that's, you still need that. Well, I guess once 5G is yeah. prevalent across the UK, yeah. like that yeah. to me, like if I was able to play something at home and then not on my uh, Google tablet, yeah. but, yeah. but mm-hmm. on my iPad, yeah. stick it on, you know, make it across yeah. the platform, mm-hmm. then that's kind of interesting. All of those things are brilliant, yeah. 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 Um, I don't see anyone talking about data caps because I'm not sure they're really a thing in the UK. No, but, but in, in America... America like one terrible mm. so if you're doing 4k gaming right is it we, 65 gig was it that I, we're I, talking about i think so like you're gonna hit that data cap well faster mm-hmm. if you're doing 4k 
um, yeah. streaming. And it's just going to, I'm not sure it's going to do well, particularly in America, if people have, you know, with Comcast or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're hitting those data caps yeah. an hour into Stadia, mm-hmm. yeah. if they want to do 4K. And I'm not yeah. sure anyone's really thought about that. I think overall, I think it's got potential. Yeah. Um, We'd be foolish to just, ignore it. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. But like, I think it'll again, be fun to try out. I think it's too early in terms yeah. of consoles. I'll, I'll be going PS5, as you yeah, say. And, and, and also, well, let's see what happens with Xbox. But for me, like I went from 360 to PS4, and if PS4 makes my transition to PS5 easy, well, I'm not going to kind of jump ship yeah. uh, unless the Xbox <clears throat> does something wildly different. And also, my preferred console exclusives tend to be on PlayStation. Same yeah. here, yeah. God of War, absolutely. P- Persona, yeah. but then Fable. Ish. Yeah, but they'll be on PC as well. I don't well, have a PC. Al doesn't have a PC. No, we have a few. Could in always the just play it in the office. Exactly. Yeah. Just spend all your evenings here because, of course, you don't have family to go back <laughs> exactly. to. Exactly. <laughs> By that point, they'll have grown up a bit. And I'm working late, really just sitting there playing Fable. <laughs> nice. Right. Uh, we've got uh, a new game coming out, An Endless Search. An Endless Matt. Search, yes. Inside, it's a UK IGN crew. Shit. Yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got a question for you. Hold up the DJ, we're coming through. Yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got a question for you. Is it in the search? Right, it is a remix of an endless search classic. Okay. I, I hope you're all familiar with Go On, Name Them. Yes. Yes, I'm for, a big fan. For anybody at home that doesn't know Go On, Name Them, that I have a list of certain things and uh, each of the participants has to try and guess as many as they can. But um, if you mess it up, then... You lose everything. You lose everything. So it's me versus Alex again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when he cheated um, last time. They are... Yeah. Two or of one. them are tangentially <laughs> related to E3. One of them is very E3, and we'll start with that one. Okay, brilliant. So so, so is, is there a, uh, an additional link to these or not? No. So okay, no good. bonus, because that's how I destroyed him. So, so I destroyed him. I do have a bonus, which comes in the third didn't. round. Okay, fine. Oh, okay. Um, so it's out of three, so here we go. Uh, our first round is... I have, from 2009 to 2018, all of the uh, games that we gave best of show at E3. You would think I'd have an advantage there, right? <laughs> yeah. but I'm How sure. many can you name? So 2009. So from 2009 to 2018. Okay. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Fuck. What did we give best of show to? Good thing I've been such a big fan of IGN for all my life. Um... <laughs> So do I have to? So do I have to say like yeah. I can name five? Yeah, yes. and then, right. yeah, and then if you can't name five, then Al gets the point. Oh my god! So from two thousand and nine. Yeah. So, yes. so effectively, okay. it's a decade's <laughs> worth. I'm just, I'm getting anxious, man, because I want to win. Um, go first, Alex. I can. How many do you think you can do? I think I can name four. Jesse, can you name five? Sure. <laughs> Five, yes. Okay. So who goes first? I go first. Well, no, no, no. You, so do you, can you do six? Oh, no. So tell him to go oh, on name oh, them. Go then. on name them, yeah. <laughs> All right. So I want five. And if he gets one wrong... He's, you get the point. Like, but like, so it's not... He, can, he can't rattle off as many as possible, oh, just no. so I'm clear. Right, so I mean, everyone you say has, has to, be. to be a winner. Yeah. I've already failed this anyways. Uh, Good. <laughs> Excellent. Modern Warfare 2. I've never no. been to the show. Fuck. No. You right, fucked Good start. 
That's fine. But, fine. you know, right, so, so you've ruined it. Yeah. Al's Breath got of, the points. Breath of but, the Wild. Uh, yes, indeed. That was 2016's. Last of Us. Uh, no. Good. Ooh. <laughs> Cyberpunk. Uh, yes, it was last year's. And then I was going to think of a fourth one <laughs> if, if I had to name them. But right. I don't need to. So we're on them down. The and there yes. are some bizarre entries in this. So last year was Cyberpunk 2077, which yep. I think everybody ends yeah. there. Yep. Year before, Super Mario Odyssey. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Year before, Zelda Breath of the Wild. 100%. 2015, Star Wars Battlefront. No, that's a top Whoa. line. <laughs> Don't know what we Maybe were thinking Maybe with hindsight. Yeah. We're <laughs> yeah. I could imagine being swept up by the sound effects yes. and the graphics and stuff like that. Year before, True Banger, Rainbow Six Siege. Ooh, that, that, demo, show. that demo. That was a great demo. Good God. And imagine yeah. if, I, if the game was yeah. like that now. Yeah. I mean, it's still a cracking game, but if yeah. the plaster crumbled like it did in that demo. Yeah. God, that'd be fantastic. Um, Honestly, PS5, that's what it would be like. Maybe. 2013, Titanfall, which I'm surprised about, even though I... Adore Titanfall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Titanfall so, 1, yeah. Titanfall 1, yeah. yeah interesting uh, just, choice. You know, back then, multiplayer only. I mm. never have guessed... It. I wouldn't have guessed Siege no. or Titanfall. Mm. Yeah. 2012 was Tomb Raider. The, the mm, first of the reboot, yeah. I feel like that makes sense. People good game, really good game. I wouldn't that. have... Uh, I can't remember. What was that? 2012. No, maybe it was that, a slow year. That being the peak surprises me. Um, yeah. Year before that, 2011 was Bioshock Infinite. Yep. Yep. Uh, year before... That was, that was that long ago. I know, wow. right? Um, but who knows how far I can't remember what year actually I think Bioshock Infinite was 2011-2012 wasn't it just, that's crazy though. wasn't that long after I'd started doing professional writing right so yeah um, then the year before this is a weird one 2010 game of the year Rage really well I say game of the year game of the show right game of the show. Yeah. yeah and then 2009 this was a bizarre one Scribblenauts I there mean, you that was go. a Nintendo that was a, that DS game scroll. That, that was, was a very quiet time. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was a pretty cool game. I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. What else happened that year then? Like, nothing? Or? All right. Anyway. Moving on. Moving on. Here One to me. I do. They. I, I will admit <coughs> these are very difficult ones. Um, well, you've got to go first with your number count because <laughs> okay. I went first last time. All right. Right. This year, Nintendo are showing off Pokemon Shield oh, and Pokemon boy. Sword. But... In the Pokemon games, you use Pokeballs to catch Pokemon. There are 27 varieties of Pokeballs. How many can you name? Well, there you go. I've already said that I've not played them. <laughs> Three? Well, as far as I'm concerned, right. there's a Pokeball or a Super... Oh, do you know what? I'm going to say four because right. I may as well. Okay. Um, so, Pokeball... Do you want to go higher? Do you want to go higher than four? Than four. Can I think for just ten <laughs> seconds? Yeah, yeah, you can think for ten seconds. Decide. Go on, right. Uh, uh, 10 seconds. Four, yeah, four. I'm just going with four. Well, I, I said four. I can't go any higher then. Right, you see, get him to name them. Go ahead. you got to say that... The... Go <laughs> on, name them. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Right. Pokeball. Yep. Super Pokeball. No. <laughs> it was going to then be Ultra Pokeball. You were almost there. I mean, so you, so Jesse. All right. Pokeball, Master yeah. Ball. Yeah. Uh, Ultra Ball. Yep. Fuck. Was there an Ultra Ball? Yeah, there is uh, an Ultra Ball. Uh, <laughs> legendary Pokeball. Uh, no. Right. Okay. okay. 
Pokeball, Great Ball, Ultra Ball, Master Ball, Safari Ball, Level Ball, Lure Ball, Moon Ball, Friend Ball, Love Ball, Heavy Ball, Fast Ball, There's Love Balls. There's Love yeah. Balls. <laughs> <laughs> this is a big sack. Um, oh, Sport Ball, fuck. Premier Ball, Repeat Ball, Timer Ball, Nest Ball, Net Ball, Dive Ball, Luxury Ball, Heal Ball, Quick Ball, Dusk Ball, Cherish Ball, Park Ball, Dream Ball, and Beast Ball. There, there you are go. a lot of ways of catching Pokemon. Wow. That was too strong. Okay. You've got to catch them all. One all. Right. Uh, there is a rumour that turned up this morning that there might be a new Rainbow Six game at, uh, at Ubisoft, which is suggested to be called Rainbow Six Siege Quarantine, a PvE expansion of the game. Nice. Whether or not this is true, I do not know. It was literally a tweet from Nibel. He is normally pretty good, but uh, who knows. Anyway, aside from that dream, there are 40 operators currently oh, in God. Rainbow Six Siege. Um, how many of their gadgets can you name? Oh, Fuck's sake. Oh. So, to be kind, you don't have to get the name of the gadget, but if you can provide a name, an actual law-based name of the gadget, I will give you a bonus point. A, a law-based name? Uh, yeah. Um, but that's it. Like, I'm trying to think as the my main. <laughs> Wait, how many well, I don't know what it's... I have no but idea you can just tell me what it does, and, I'll, and you, you can okay. get a point. Okay. But if you right. can give me the in-game name for it as well, I'll give you a bonus point. Oh, but how does bonus points work? So you, so if you can just name, even if only so one if of them. So if I can them, name six, you'll give me seven. If I name, yeah, one right. of them, yeah. Okay. Well, I know what one of them's called. <laughs> That's it. Uh, right. I'm gonna go six. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll go. Come seven. on, Jesse. You play it every day. Yeah, I'll, I'll go seven. This is stressing okay. me. Out, Al, can man. you do any more than seven? Probably, but I'm not going to. Right. Okay. Name go them, on, then, Jesse. Name them. All right. Twitch drone. Right. Uh, that EMP grenade that Thatcher uses. Yes. Um, the throwy electrical thingy that Kaid uses. What a throwy electrical thing. Oh, you know, the thing that he throws. What does it do? Uh, it electrifies uh, metal surfaces. Right, okay. Um, which ones have I named so far? Oh, come off I mean, it. You've, you've got, got to keep track. All right. I'm keeping no, track. Okay, I've got them. I've got them. Um, the thing that I think Bandit uses, he puts it down. It's like the electrified box only electrifies one item. Um, yeah, okay. That's bulletproof, what it does. Bulletproof camera. That you attach to the wall? No, no. That is what? that is an operator equipment. That is not an operator gadget. Well, you ruined it, Jesse. Fuck. All if right. you'd have said, uh, "Who's the? Is it Maestro's Zappy Cam?" Yeah, that is an oh. evil eye camera. Yes. Yeah, but, but a bulletproof cam is part of equipment. It is, goes in one of your equipment slots. So you oh, fucked man. it. Well, you know what? <laughs> Whatever. This but is for nerds. Other stuff I was going to say is <laughs> yeah. Capitals Crossbow. Don't know what yes. it's called. Um, let me find it. That, I've got it. I, is that? That is the TAC MKO. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> is that not common Skeleton as a key, because that's yes, the name that of it. Yes, that is the name exactly. of it. Exactly. Yeah. Bonus point. Mm. Zing. Yep. Uh, oh, Valkyrie's Black Eye Cameras. Yep. And that bonus is the points. actual oh. name. <laughs> and I'll leave it there because I've got my point. Yeah. All right. You could have had like um, everybody Six calls it. Everybody calls it a frost mat, but it's not. It's a welcome mat. Oh. Um, well, so we, I mean, plenty of sort of rock rhino armor. You know, Doc Stim pistol. Um, What's uh, Montane Shield? Montane Shield is called Le Rock. Ah. So how is the camera not part of the equipment? Because it's not an operator gadget. It's one gadget. of the two things, like you pick a deployable shield or you pick. Um, I thought it was because if Thatcher's EMP grenade is then. The bulletproof camera isn't. No, the Thatcher's EMP grenade is on your ability. Right, He okay. can have normal... Right. Thatcher can then have um, breaching charges or 
it's either standard grenades or stun grenades. Right, okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's his special. Yeah. But you've picked something ordinary, and therefore you've yeah. lost. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, Kaid's is an electro claw, I think you'll find. All right, all right. Nerds. Not an electro thingy. And then the other thing, electric box that, you know, kind of electrifies <laughs> something. Yeah, Come I could still it. get it's that It's a shock point. wire. Oh, whatever. But you ruined it. I've had enough. I didn't ruin it. It's a battery, isn't it? Like bandits. Yeah, it's yeah. A so it's a car battery yeah, that you clip on. Yeah, but it's See? called a shock wire because it's in it. it, it, it I still even have get a most of the kills out of everyone here. The so thing is, doesn't matter. Because originally, my original idea. My original idea for this is I was going to do Overwatch uh, Ultimates oh, because there's the rumor of Overwatch Two. Yes. But I knew Jesse that you didn't play that much Overwatch, and Al would have stomped you on it. And and as it is. Yeah. I win! <laughs> there <laughs> so we is go. Is that the second time we've played? And I've won both times. Effectively cheating. Each time. <laughs> he had the well, answers there you on go, his phone. Listeners. Uh, <laughs> if you think you can do better than Jesse, well, you probably can. Anyway, we still oh, want your games. Uh, please send them into IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. We've just got two pieces of feedback this mm -hmm. week. Very small mailbag. Uh, I've got the first piece, which is a continuation of the red M&M's dick Thing that started oh, two weeks ago. Yeah, oh, I've not I been this. physically here for those, but I have heard them on yes. the podcast. What, what's this, this is about? A, well, the red M&M who in the adverts is seducing a lady. Yeah, obviously has no gender. He has <laughs> he has a, a blank shell for want yeah. of a better word. And so Joe is just discussing that. Anyway, uh, this piece of feedback from uh, Alex, uh, age thirty, in Cumbria. Uh, says, I always hated the M&M ads, especially those ones at the cinema that used to show you clips from the film you're about to see. It was only recently I realised it was Billy West who does the voice for the kinky red M&M, which made me think at least he's getting a decent paycheck since Futurama was cancelled. So the question is, <laughs> what trailers or films have you seen that makes you go, well, that looks shy, but at least whoever is getting a decent paycheck for it? <laughs> oh. Any Adam Sandler film? Well, right. he's, he's definitely getting some, a decent paycheck, but, but, but they're all shit. But people still watch them. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, why like Netflix paid six, a bunch exactly. of money for 60-year-old peeps who love shite Adam Sandler films. Is that what I thought that was one of the names of his films? 60-year-old oh, right. <laughs> peeps. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe it. I mean, when you do a film like Jack and Jill, like your career is just in the toilet. The thing is, it's a shame because Adam Sandler's actually a really good actor. Yeah. Like, he's just in shit all he was, the time. Yeah. Like, it's Punch Drunk Love is he's in, isn't it? And he's brilliant mm -hmm. in that. Like, because that's uh, um, the guy that... It's a Thomas Anderson film, so he's the guy that did, you know, There Will Be Blood. Yeah. You know, great. Um, yeah. But, yeah, um, an Adam Sandler comedy, not my bag. Nope. No, it certainly isn't. But I mean, it's Adam, nice to know he's... Adam Sandler is a good shout, because I literally cannot think of anybody else whose yeah. career has got in such a dive bomb but oh, yeah he's still making Steven, a ton of money Steven Seagal he just does like shite DVD kind of films now mm -hmm. oh, do you know, I, I used to love uh, Chevy Chase mm. yeah he's gone to shit yeah Although he's not I a did, nice I, guy is he now no apparently. he's not a nice guy I did think the last um, what's it called Vacation National Lampoon's Vacation sure. or whatever it's called mm -hmm. that was actually very funny I have not seen it and he's in the end of that but he's a bit mm. yeah yeah um, who's my at least they're getting paid. Well, for him, it's a, his recent example was Wonder Park. Never heard of it, but Tom Baker. 
No. Oh, there, Tom Baker. You're oh. a big Doctor Who fan. I am, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it is always nice to see a bit of Tom Baker. Actually, fine, I can grab onto that then and use Sylvester McCoy. At least he was in The Hobbit. They got they yeah. his Radagast. Covered like, in Birchett. <laughs> 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 never see him around. It's a bit like Paul McGann. You never see Paul McGann all that much. No. But he was in Alien, Alien 3, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. He they brought him back for the fiftieth anniversary of Who. He oh. got he got a like, six minute short. Wow, <laughs> there you go. Uh, the thing I like most about this email is that his sign off is "Be skillful." I like that. Nice. It's pretty stylish. I might send adopt off. that. Be skillful. <laughs> Just leave it at that. Where would you put your skills into, Alex? <laughs> That's a very personal what? question. Like, oh my goodness, I'm a married man. <laughs> Christ. Should we move on to the uh, second piece of feedback? <laughs> it's all you, Matt. Thanks. This is a, a very, very short piece of feedback, and it is a it's a correction because we got something wrong. Well, who did? <laughs> Hi. Who's this from? It's from Martin Rackham. It says, Hi, Alex said last week that fridge raiders were the tongues and arseholes of chicken. I didn't. I said the lips and arseholes, but okay. Close enough. <laughs> Just to let you know, they're 91% chicken breast. Facts. So, firstly, I didn't realise that fridge raiders were chicken. I've never had a fridge raider in my don't life. don't think but, I have either. But Joe was, was singing their praises. But surely it's just compressed meat. I don't care where that meat. Maybe, maybe it is ninety whatever percent of it's a hundred it's percent shit. It's just still don't eat it. it's compressed into the shape of something a that disgusting. you can chuck in your mouth easily. Yeah, and I wouldn't recommend it because it's probably combined with sawdust and all kinds yeah. of other nasty <laughs> just, things. Just have a bit of fruit or maybe some real chicken. Well, just. Roasted chicken. Yeah, yeah. there you go. So odd. the suggestion here, obviously, is that 9% of a fridge raider is something that we don't know what it is. Well, I, we, we looked it up briefly, and, but we saw different reports. You saw yeah, something so, that says 100%. Well, you see, I saw 100% seasoned chicken breast, which right. potentially means right. that that 9% is seasoned. Right. However, what is that seasoning made of? Exactly. And the thing is, it's Lips like... Lips and <laughs> <laughs> It's like, you've got to worry about what your stuff's cut with, haven't you? So but equally, I'm like... Why do you care so much about fridge raiders <laughs> to write in and correct me and to the fact that you know that? I mean, it's not Unless like you had to go down the post office and get a stamp you, Who to do send you work for, maybe. Martin? Hmm. I, I don't know who makes fridge raiders, but maybe Martin does. for them. And if that's the case, send, send some into Joe because he'd like it. Sure. I, I like twiglets, but there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been able to look at a twiglet in the same way since that episode of the Mr. Bean where he's got the, the branch that he pulls in and dips them with Marmite. That sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> just gives that, them out so. to people at a Christmas party and right. says they're twiglets, but they're just twigs covered in Marmite. Some retro references here. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, that is the end of our E3 Productions podcast. Uh, obviously, this time next week, you will be in LA yes. and you will be recording a podcast with Joe and Cardi to see if, well, what happened and what didn't happen. Yeah. Hopefully, it's a good show. Hopefully. And I am jealous that you're going to be there. So, have a good time. Thank you. It'll be magical. Jesse, I'll see you in the office next week. <laughs> Great. Uh, <laughs> and, and hopefully we'll get to have a rematch of this Battle of the Titans at some point soon. But it's, I mean, it's becoming a little bit one-sided. But bef- don't don't tr- don't try to come back. Let's finish the podcast. All right. Thanks very much Great. for listening. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>